For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. Hey, you seen Kings of Comedy, right? Come on, man. <laughs> All I kept thinking about watching that whole game was, you seen Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. Oh, I'm Rashawn A. Lock. Plenty to get to on this show. Uh, Trey Day in Trey area, uh, picking up his first career win as a starter. We're going to recap Niners, Texans. Uh, how did Trey play? Uh, we'll get into that as well, as well as some other uh, key bright spots from that game. Uh, after a win, of course, as always, game balls. In case you're new to the show, after every win, we hand out our game ball, so we will get into that as well. But before that, I want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or a, a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Go ahead and subscribe on YouTube as well. We're also there for you, for, for all you visual folks that just want, want to see uh, what's going on, the inner workings of this masterpiece, uh, go ahead and, and, and go watch us on YouTube as well. You can subscribe there. Uh, as always, we are presented by the fine folks at Bet Online. Of course, look, it's the new year, but that doesn't change anything for Bet Online, right? They still got everything you need as far as all your playing needs. They remain the number one spot for all your sports action this season. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. They got basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, all your favorite Vegas casino games. So 2021 is in the rear view, but 2022 is alive and well, and so is Bet Bet BetOnline, of course, where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Hit us up on social media. I'm at our Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. Game balls now, ED. Uh, who you got? Oh, easy. First win as a quarterback. Easy. That's it. So we can we can move on from that. Your first win. This one went hard, right? <laughs> that's it. You, that, it's it's hard to do that. So, I, I mean, that's that's it. You you, you played well. Um, you've been growing. You played well enough, or and you have learned enough to win an NFL football game. Not a whole lot of people can do that at the quarterback position. Yes, there are a lot of things um, involved in doing that. But there are a whole lot of guys that have been under that center and screwed it up. So game ball goes to five. Not hard for us to come up with one for for this particular one. Uh, We we are in agreement on this one. It's got to go to five, right? His first career win. He went out there. He did it. So let's not bury the lead here, ED. Obviously, um, five getting his, his first win, getting the start against the Texans. Niners win it. Uh, to me, I mean, you, you look at a guy in Trey Lance and, first of all, leaps and bounds, right, from mm-hmm. what we saw against Arizona when he, when he started 
when he, when he got his first career start as opposed to what we saw uh, on Sunday. It, to me, he looked uh, a lot more confident. Uh, he looked a little bit more poised. It uh, looked like he was sort of feeling himself a little bit at times. He tried a couple throws. <laughs> he tried a couple <laughs> couple risky ones out there. Um, he, he was sort he was sort of feeling the arm talent there. Uh, but I mean, he 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 looked good. He didn't look like the quarterback uh, that we saw in Arizona. I thought maybe he kind of got happy feet. You know, first thing he was looking to do was run. You know, at Arizona, he, he, that wasn't the case on Sunday against the Texans. And you know, his guys they could have made a couple more plays for him, but they made some plays for him. There, there are a few balls down the field that were you know a little little wobbly, not not as tight of, of, of a spiral as you you like to see. But they got there, and, and guys are able to make plays and and. Aside from that, and this may be the most important thing, he did it in the fourth quarter, right? I mean, yeah, slow, yeah. slow start, right? Slow start. You only had three points on the board at halftime. This was still a game going into the fourth mm-hmm. quarter against this Houston Texans team, and he got it done in the fourth quarter, and, and that's money time, right? That's winning time. And so I, I think that, that that showed a lot, and, and, I, and I think that instilled a whole lot of confidence uh in the faithful that i mean it, it just because they i mean they, they've already been you know on 10 on, on yeah, yeah 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 and so i think it just it's now just through the roof now uh what, what did you see from five um well i saw him grow i saw he looked like a rookie he looked like a r- rookie quarterback um but he looked like a rookie who was ready to play and that's the most important part it's going to take a while for a rookie at every position you know i always say you can learn on the sideline but you don't get better until you play so you start off this game. He was out there the last time. We talk about that first start. He wasn't ready to play, but it does look like he learned from that experience, as, as you said. Um, started off, the game started off slow, but a part of that is because the play calling started off slow. Uh, Kyle didn't seem to want to do too much early on. He was trying to establish the run. He wasn't really trying to push the ball. He wasn't. It, 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 it seems like he's over that new toy um, mindset. Like, now let me just call this game and just see this player and work him into the game. And as the game went on, the game presented more to Trey, and he started to show and do more. Um, You say at times, yeah, he started to feel himself because it seems like he just started playing football. And that's what happens. Yes, you're going to have a game plan. Uh, you're going you're gonna to script certain things. You're going to have certain reads. But then when you get out there, like I say all the time, X's and O's don't move on paper. When they start moving in the game, that's when your athletic ability comes in. A coach is going to tell you just enough. Ism. If you do everything the coach tells you to do exactly the way he tells you to do it, every time he tells you to do it, that's just enough to get you beaten. Because a coach is going to design a play to put you in position to do the job. You got to finish. So that's what you saw Trey start to do. He started to finish plays. He started to go beyond the design of the play and see, feel, and use his athletic ability to make some plays. And it was enough to win a football game. It was enough to make plays when it mattered. And that's what you want to see him do. He's got to grow. And a very important overlooked sight in this is that everyone's like, oh, it's the Texans. He did it against the Texans and all of this stuff. Two things. The Texans had been playing better defensively of late. And the Texans also are run by a very good defensive coordinator. 
a smart veteran football guy that likes rookies. Every, every veteran guy normally knows how to fool a rookie and take advantage of a rookie quarterback. And Trey was able to survive that, not only survive it, in some aspects, thrive in it and win a football game. So game ball to that dude. That's, that's, that's how I see it. So, yeah, I mean, mo- looking at what he did, it's, it's something to be, it's something to build off of. And I, I saw that from a lot of the young guys in this game. I, you know, Amber, yes, you know, yes. like you see him, like you see Mitchell continuing to do what he's doing. Um, you, you just, you look at guys around, around the, this team. And as the season has grown on, there's some reason to be a, a, a little bit more hopeful about things moving forward. Things aren't as bad, even in the secondary, things aren't as bad as, as they have been seeming. Um, because you know, as you see some of these players start to play, as they grow and develop, I think I think some things are going to be okay. But back to the quarterback, um, yeah, I what I saw, I'm okay with. I'm okay with. You didn't. He didn't have to look like Brady. He didn't have to look like. Um, he didn't have to look like Aaron Rodgers. He didn't have to look like um, uh, Herbert. Or he didn't. Or, or you, you know, we can watch watch the kid up in Cincinnati. He didn't have to look. Burrow, Joe Burrow. Burrow. He didn't have to look like Burrow's, but you know what? It, and the reason he doesn't, people keep forgetting. And I was saying it during the game when people are, he's trash. He looks awful at all this stuff and all the people that I, I get it. You want Jimmy. And I keep saying it's, oh, you can actually, you can actually root for five without hating on 10. And vice it, versa. It, yes. It's, it, it's, you can actually do it. So, and the thing about it is like Jimmy was injured and couldn't play. Makes no sense to root against the guy that you need to win a game to get you into the playoffs. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So he played well enough to get that done. And that's all I wanted to see. And, and, and that's it. So and we can talk about next week a little bit, but th- that's, that's what I wanted to see. He had to win the game and he did. He had to win the game and he did. And, and the other parts of growth I saw in there is for the most part um he, he kind of he may have learned his lesson from the first game against the Cardinals. Oh, you saw right? him run out of bounds? He, he got down. He ran out of bounds, right? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. What I tell you? I told you. It doesn't take long. It does not take long. Cuz you can keep trying. You can you can do what you can you can continue to run the ball and do all of those things and you remember RG3 and you remember when Elodie Nada almost locked, knocked his leg off his body? Sooner or later, they're going to catch up to you. And I'm sorry. You're going to find out that these big 360-pound men are as fast and as quick as you. Yeah. And they're going to catch you. And you can't win that. It's a, it's, a different kind of, it's a different kind of lick when a grown man who's trained to hit you and truly shows up with rude intentions. It's different. It's not like that college hit. <laughs> and he learned he learned so there we go it, I, I think you and you brought up an interesting point as well and it was something that, that I noticed watching the game as well is when you look at just I, I mean you have your core players that that are veterans for the most part but you also mm-hmm. have this other core of guys that are young right like Elijah Mitchell was making big time plays yep. obviously five was under center uh, you had B.A. making plays. You had uh-huh. Debo making plays. Yep. Like, these are guys that are just in their second and third year, these respectively. Are like, 
These are young guys, right? Well, and and then yeah. you flip it over. We haven't to, mentioned Lenore, who we've seen make plays. Yeah, Ambry starting to Ambry starting to make plays. Yeah, I mean, you, you start looking at you look at these young guys, um, and I mean, even and really, even if you look at it, Aziz and Warner and 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 um, Bosa. This is a very young, very young team. football yeah. team. Yeah, it's a very young football team. So it's. That's that's why we've talked about it and all these type things and and all the ugliness that and everything that has been said about Kyle. And there are times where I was like, okay, he doesn't know what he's doing um, uh, from a from a planning standpoint and, you know, all of that stuff. You know, I told you face to face, I, I told you getting if this club gets into the playoffs, that's a very good coaching job. With, with all the indecision, with everything that you've done as young, look look at this, core players, contributors that you've had to use with these young guys, that's a very good sign. It's a very good coaching job. Um, you make the playoffs. You don't make the playoffs as a waste of season. Make the playoffs, that's a good job. I agree. That, that, that's why, I mean, I, I applaud Kyle for, you know, sort of being able to turn, turn it around and get to the point where this team has gotten, you know, at this part of the season, but I, I've kind of pumped the brakes on really just, you know, just going there yet. Like, I mean, we're still in a wait and see mode. And and obviously uh, it's going to come down to the last week against the Rams. There we go. That's to, it. To, to find out whether this team is actually going to be able to get into uh, the postseason or not. And, and so that's, that's, that's quite the, quite the scenario facing this team. And especially with, I don't know that it's necessarily uncertainty at quarterback, but I mean, there are some questions and the questions are going to be looming all week. Uh, as, as we record this particular pod, Jimmy was on the practice field. He was throwing the ball uh, today. George Kittle um, saying that, wow, you know, what a throw, right? After one of his throws, he, he commented that, that some, some of the guys out there were, were filming him uh, on, on the sideline for that portion of practice that, that they can see. Kyle, we go back to Sunday, Kyle Shanahan saying after the game, you know, if Jimmy is 100% and he can do everything, he's going to play. But he doesn't see how Jimmy's going to be 100%. Oh, well, no, so, 100%. so I need some coach speak translation yeah. here, ED. Because... Yeah, well, well, it, there are a lot of things that I'm I'm listening to, even Jimmy. So Jimmy, when asked about his, um, about his hand, um, he said it hurts like so, okay, that's what he said. People, I don't like to use profanity, but that's what he said, right? That's what he said. Um, so why do you say that? You're kind of setting up the fact that I may not play. Why do you put him out there? Why does he take snaps? Yeah, that's a little, you, 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 gotta, you gotta give the Ram something to think about. Um, Jimmy and Kyle have had Sean McVay and his Rams number. He's had their number. So you got to make them think about that. You got to make them practice and try to stop the things that Jimmy has been doing, whether you're going to do them or not. Now, flip side of that, you hear Kyle, well, Trey's going to take most of the snaps this week, the majority of the snaps, because you got to have him ready to play. Because you can't put in a game plan for Jimmy if you're saying that that's not what you really want to do with Trey. We've seen how that has fallen apart before. So you're going into it saying if he's 100%. Well, number one, you've already, last week, you came out and said he needs surgery at the end of the season, correct? 
It looks like he's going to he's going to need surgery. Yeah. Which means he can't be 100 percent. That means he's injured. So he can't be 100 percent. So now the question and and believe this, believe me when I say this it's dude, it's the it's week 18. There is not a single football player on a roster that's on the three man. That's 100 percent. Nobody's 100 percent. No one. After the first day of contact and training camp, no one's going to be 100% from that time on. And and if you just play the game and just deal with the aches and pains of it, you're going to that percentage is going to slowly drop every day cuz no one gets stronger, faster, quicker during the season. You do all that training in the off season and then you try to prepare for it as you move forward. So that's that's where they are. So now this is the thing. You, you make the Rams think about it and you see what's going on. So I, when I heard, when I saw what happened, and this is what I said, and, and it's funny, Twitter, everyone was like, oh, they're setting up. They're already prepared. So if they lose, what I said was, whether you win the game or lose the game, five starting would be the right decision. I'm saying that to say, because a lot of people will use revisionist history. Wait, the, the right decision in terms of, what Who's we start? see on Sunday or Sunday. the right decision yes. in terms of what's announced. The, whether So this is when, when I heard that, so this was based off of the information that I had at the time. So the information that I had was that Jimmy is possibly going to need surgery, which means he is not going to be a hundred percent. We already know that you're not going to be a hundred percent. So the question is, where are you going to be? And I'm saying five is playing well enough to where you can game plan around that from what I saw, and you can move forward with it. Now, so it was based off of that. If Jimmy is 85%, he's not going to be 100. So this is what I'm saying. 85% of Jimmy Garoppolo is better than 100% of Trey Lance. I'll tell you why. And there are some that are listening like, there's no way, there's no way, blah, blah, blah. So, but, but first, let me say that. So what I said was, what my tweet was, I, I was like, whether you win or lose, based on Jimmy being injured, whether you lose or win, starting him is the right decision if Jimmy is injured. You don't put J- an injured Jimmy trying to go out there. We saw that against Tennessee. You saw that the second half. I don't know if that's going to beat the Rams in a game this important. But now if Jimmy can come back and he's 85%, I need at least that much. Not 75, 85 if, if he's if he's close to that, if he starts to get 75 above, you know, I, I need C plus and above. Be reason being, if 80 85% is better than Trey, because you now get 85% of Kyle as well. That's what you got to understand. 85 because now Kyle can he knows okay, 85% of this guy, I can do, I can utilize 85% of my game plan based off of what he is, 85% of my offense. When you go to Trey, you're not going, you're losing a percentage. Even a hundred percent of Trey Lance is not a hundred percent of Kyle because he doesn't fully have the grasp of the total offense. Mm. So Kyle can't do everything that he's always done. So you gotta have a little gamesmanship to make the Rams have to spend time working on things because Jimmy has cut them up. He's found ways to beat them. They know that. That's an issue for McVay. He knows that. Now, Kyle still knows how to game plan against him. He still knows how to give that defense trouble. He still knows the things that they like to do, but 
how much of that missing percentage without having Jimmy out there does he have to step away from that are things that cut up the Rams? That's the part you got to think about. Now, that being said, if 50% of Jimmy and Jimmy is already saying it hurt like hell and all of this stuff and blah, blah, blah. See, you make comments like that. Let me tell you, Coach B, what you're doing, if you start, you can't tell me you're hurt. You, you can't tell me something is bothering you and not expect me not to get you. The D lineman, every time they go past him, they're going to be slapping that hand. Um, every time a linebacker gets near, he's on the ground. Guess what? They're going to get up on top of that hand. It, that's not a penalty. There, there's nothing that says that I, that I can't smack your hand as I run past you. There's nothing that says that I can't yank on that thumb when every, every opportunity I get to it because he's going to get hit. So how quickly, how quickly do you go from your 85% or 75% to 50%? All of these things have to be taken into account. So if you're injured, like I say, you got to play hurt. If you aren't playing, now I know you're injured. He didn't play last week. I know he's injured. So that's why I say playing five is the right choice, win or lose, based on that. So so you think by him saying – so similar, cause I remember last week we talked about this, and, and he said – Jimmy said that I, I feel good enough to play, and I thought that was the company line. You didn't particularly mm-hmm. think that was the company line. I but think Jimmy, to- Jimmy wanted to play because yeah. Jimmy, knew, Jimmy knew what we're saying right now. If Trey Lance goes out and win a game that they have – they had to win that game to keep their playoff chances alive, correct? Correct. Correct. Trey Lance goes out and wins the game that they have to win. Now he's in a situation to where he has the keys to the franchise. I said that. And that's where Trey is right now. Now, today, and and I said it, I I tweeted this, and I said for the first time, and and people were, I used their comments back and forth and all this stuff, but I said for the first time going into this week, this is the first time Kyle actually has to make a decision about the quarterback position. There was no decision to be made at the beginning of training camp. He wasn't ready. There was no decision to be made after that first start because Jimmy was hurt and he had to put Jimmy in and the way Trey played, there was no decision to go back. Now, when you win a game that you have to win, because the pressure was on Trey Lance, he had to win that game for the organization for the locker room. He had to win. He had to perform. It was a must win for sure. He performed. He performed because people get caught up in this competing thing. Everybody competes. You know what, you know what competing means? You tried (laughs) competing. Competing means you, you tried really, really hard. You hear all the time about people, people competed in the Olympic trials. They didn't win. They competed in them. They tried. They weren't good enough. Not saying you weren't good enough to get to that point because you had to compete and do all this stuff. But why did you get to the Olympic trials? Because you did not that you competed previously, you excelled previously. And that's what had to happen this week. Trey had to excel at his job to win a game. He did that. So that's why I didn't think it was a company line. Jimmy knew the importance of that game. Jimmy's a veteran guy. You don't let somebody sit in the seat, bro. You let somebody else sit in the seat, there's a chance that they may say something that turns everybody on, and now you lost it. Now they're the new kid. 
And that is the situation that he finds himself in. So now Jimmy is saying, you know what? It hurt like hell because they're putting him out there because yes, Kyle knows that Jimmy has performed well against the Rams. So let's see what you can do. Let's see if a week off and resting can go. But Jimmy, um, I think, I'm just thinking just from a player standpoint, just from, um, you know, just from a competitor standpoint, you tend to not tell people when there's something that's truly, truly bothering you. Yeah. You don't, you don't want, you don't want to put that out there. You, you, try, you try not to put that out there. Um, you know, it, it's one thing if it's a known fact, but when it's an unknown, I don't, I don't know. You, sometimes you try not to put it out there. Um, so that's, that's all I'm looking at. It, it's, it's, it's almost like you're, you're, you're saying, look, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to, I'm going to try. I'm going to compete. I'm going to see what's going on and we'll go from there. We'll, we'll go from there. So that's, that's kind of, that's kind of how I see it. Of course he wants to play. I think he wants to play. Um, but you could have just as easily said, you know what? Um, it's not where I want it to be. You don't have to drop the F bomb. Yeah. Like, cause, cause that, that's, that sounds bad, right? Yeah, and it does. Yeah. <laughs> So and like you said, I mean, look, they got some big old boys over there. They got ninety nine and, and and forty and. Are you gonna get hit? Like those those guys, they're gonna come after you regardless. But I mean, yeah. you give them some extra ammo and you know some some other some some intel, and you know you're only kind of setting yourself up uh, for for not necessarily for for failure uh, essentially. Um, all right. So the the interesting thing about this one, though, however, is the fact Sorry, that my wife walked by. She looks so cute. <laughs> No, you're not on camera, baby. But you could be. Ooh. Okay, I'm sorry. What was that? What were you talking about? Hey, we love love. I he love looked, love. He looked way <laughs> better than you. I'm sitting there staring at your mug. When she came into the room. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There is no comparison. We 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 love we love love here here on the Believe in 49ers spot. Um what, what was I saying? Oh, I, I have no idea. No, I lost so, track. It's her fault. So, the, the, so well, this is a must win for the Niners, right? Yes. Essentially, yeah. they need it, it's between the Niners and the Saints, right? The Niners right. only team in the NFC to not. Uh, there's only one spot left in the NFC playoff picture, right? Yes. And 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 so the Niners are the only team to have yet to have clinched, and so the Saints are still right there knocking on the door, right? So your best way in is to win, right? Um. Yeah, you have to win. If if the Saints win. They're in, right? If the Saints win and the Niners lose, the, the, well, well, if they both win, are the Niners if they in? Both, if they both win, win, it's the Niners. Okay, then there you go. So all you got to do is win. Okay, all that's what I wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or, or may you might even be able to backdoor yourself in there with a tie. Uh, with, a, with a tie, yeah, I know they can. If you tie and the Saints lose, I think they can. I get think it. that goes to. I know. Win. I know it was something. Okay, so but if they both win, you're in. So there you go. Yeah. You just got to win, just like last week they had to win. So you just yeah. have to win. You, you, ha you have to win, right? But yeah. this is also a must-win game for the Rams too, and from the standpoint of uh, playoff seating, right? That the NFC West has yet to be determined. And yeah. So uh, the Cardinals play the Seahawks. Uh, Rams taking on the Niners. If the Rams lose and the Cardinals win, then the Cardinals get back, you know, in, in, into the, the, the top that's, seed. In the, in that's the, what makes it fun. Yeah. So, so I mean, you got all that's kinds of That's what makes of it fun, man. I, I was hoping 
And I was really looking at it and I was like, oh man, I, I like that because it, it, it raises the energy level. Um, it raises the, the, the work during the week, the focus. You know the importance of this game and you know you're not going down to play a team that has the backups in, just trying to get reps. You're not, they're not playing guys for next year for experience. As you said, this is a game that they want to win, have to win. That's important. And so that I think that helps the focus of the Niners and their preparation going into it. When you know that you're going to get the best from your opponent, that's a that's a big deal. You know, because this it's not a playoff game. It's a playoff type. It'll be a playoff type atmosphere. Because Yeah. So and that's the thing. So, you know, that you're going to get your opponent's best. And that's not always the case. So so you having said that and, and having factoring all that in. You still believe that it's in the Niners best interest to put five out there if if. On if, the on the road playoff type atmosphere, you got to win, or season could possibly be done. You you still think it's best for five to go in there? If Jimmy is injured, yes, yes. Hurt, like I said, hurt. You can play. I, I tell you, football players have to hurt because whatever it's like, you have to be able to perform hurt. Yeah, you gotta be able so to you, perform hurt. You got so if so if if and and I explained that earlier. Eighty five percent of Jimmy is better than than um, 100% of Trey. 75% of Jimmy may be better than 100% of Trey because you get 75, 85% of Kyle. We've seen 100% of Jimmy and 100% of Kyle cut teams up. We've seen that. When, when they're both at their best and in sync, we know that the offense can, can move the ball and score points. We we know that they can put up thirty, but if you don't, but if he if he can't give you that, if if that thumb is hurt and he can't give you that, and he's talking about you got what I saw, that percentage of Trey, and that percentage of Kyle is good enough to win a football game, even against the Rams. So we're gonna get into this game obviously during the week, but I I, I can't help it. I gotta throw this one at you. So uh, assuming Trey's in there, right? Mm-hmm. You know the Niners. We we saw it. We saw them beat up the Rams. Yeah, up at the field of like literally yeah. beat them up. Like they, yeah. you know, with, with with the ground game, um, just just punish them. Mm-hmm. With Trey in there, if 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 you're Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator of the Rams, do you do you sell out on the run in in force five to beat you? Like, well, if you see selling out, people always say that you can sell out on the run, but you're actually making it easier on the quarterback. If you want to make it difficult on a young quarterback, then you play coverage, you disguise, you mess things, you 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 give him something to think about, you give him something to look at, you give him looks. That, does that expose you to being run over like you were on that Monday night earlier this season? Um. Well, yes, it does. So if you're going, so you have to decide if because Kyle's going to run decisions, the ball. decisions. That, that's what that's. <laughs> That's football. It's a chess match. It's a chess match. So you're going to have to disguise things. You're going to have to make this quarterback figure out what's going on. But remember, that's been Kyle's. That's been, I mean, he's had the secret sauce against them. He's, he's, he's always figured out 
against this team, what I need to do to cut you up and give you a hard time. Yeah. That's been, he's had that secret sauce. So you can come in and try So back to your original question. DCs now, right? Yeah, so, so you're, yeah. So your original question is, do you sell out against the run? You can, you can load the box, but by loading the box, you make it really easy for a quarterback. He can sit there and say, okay, any, meeny, miny, mo. Okay, well, I don't know if I want to try Jalen on this one. I'm going to go the other side. I can try the safeties. I can do this. I, it, it, you make his reads pre-snap. And and every anyone who can – look, Trey has won a football game in the NFL, which means he's good enough to figure out coverages. If you give him an opportunity to know what you're doing, he's going to be able to make a play. You got to let him figure it out on the run. That's what throws rookie quarterbacks off. I got a tweet. The, I got a tweet and someone said, okay, okay. If you were getting ready to play, um, which one would you want to play against either? And he, and he said, let me, let me, I can't remember the exact tweet, but they said something. They were like, let me word this properly. You say, which one, not that you'd be the most worried about, but which one would give you the most concern Trey starting in a must-win game, or Jimmy in a must-win game if you were playing against them? And I just told him, I just kind of, I just said, like, yeah, you know, I just gave him a truthful answer. I said, to be honest with you, they both look delicious. I, I really did. They, they, I mean, they, both of them, you're going to. That wasn't the answer I was expecting. I just told them they both look <laughs> delicious. I'm just saying, because I'm just like, one of them's got a bad paw. He's got a bad throwing paw. And the other one's a rookie. And I was like, rookies always taste like chicken. Always, I mean, just just snackable. And so that's the big because you can fool him. You can fool him with coverages. You're gonna get you're gonna get them to throw the ball right to you. You can because you can show them things they've never possibly seen, and they'll study you. And they'll say like, okay, when he's lined up this way, he likes to do this. When he when he's at the line of scrimmage, he's gonna bail. Or he's gonna. You you know these things about a rookie, and you know that that rookie has been programmed that week. When you see this, do this. So I'm going to show you that and do something else, and I'll do it on my own. The coach the coach won't even change it. I'm going you. We're going to just do what we do, but we're going to do things differently as a secondary. That's what that's what our guys used to do. <laughs> we we would just we would literally. So what you, I told you about an Atlanta Falcon game where we got three interceptions against them one time in Atlanta. We got three interceptions in the exact same coverage because we played it three different ways. It was the same coverage, but we would literally say, oh, Tim McDonald was like on one play. He was like, Eric, I'm going to go. I'm going to drive this. I'm going to jump this. So just be ready. I'm not going to be where I suppose where I'm supposed to be in the quarter. I'm going to, he was like, if they, if, if I see it, I'm gone. Next time he was like, E, I know he's expecting me to do that. Go go get the post. I picked off the post. Next time, Mert, come from the backside. He's gonna be looking at both of us. If they get in that formation, come get it. You tell Dion on the other side, you're like prime. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna come swoop it. Same coverage because the quarterback is expecting us to do things based on what he saw. That's what happens when you're playing against rookies. You can do that. That was actually a veteran quarterback we did that against. We were just better than them, but that's a whole different story. But that's, wait, wait, wait. Who was? Let me, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Was I think that, it may have been Miller. Was that Billy? Oh, okay. I was about to say Billy Joe. One of the Billy Joes. Uh, Billy um, Joe, Tolliver. Yeah, no, Tolliver. Tolliver. Billy Joe was. He was at. Um, he was with the Saints back then. Oh, I used to feast off the Saints. 
Ooh, oh, Saints. Ooh, I caught a lot of I caught a lot of balls against the Saints. But anyway, anyway. Um, I, I, so, think yeah. that, I mean, I think that's an interesting point. I think, you know, we talk, talk a lot about quarterbacks, but one thing that may be lost uh, in this conversation, but one thing that may show up uh, on Sunday, hopefully for the Niners' favor, is is that secondary making plays. Matthew Stafford, two interceptions in the last meeting, right? One of them was a pick six. Um, and, and Stafford, I mean, speaking of delicious, you know, he he's been tossing the ball all over the well, yard all season long, especially these last well, couple Well, the weeks, thing that know. I've said about Stafford going into this season, you know my whole thing about Stafford, and I said this about the upgrade at the position. I told you, and everybody told me I'm crazy for saying it, and I was like, guys, I can see. I'm not an idiot. I know that he is a better physical talent than Jared Goff. There's no question about that. I know that. What I always said about Stafford and what I still say is that Stafford hasn't shown me that he's that dude in a game that matters. You can put up a lot of stats, but do you can you make the plays that are necessary in games that matter? Yeah. yeah. That's what he hasn't done. And this is, you know, so... This is one of those games. Yeah, if that happens, the Niners cannot allow the Rams to win this game in spite of Matthew Stafford. Exactly. The Rams have won their last couple games. They have won in spite of Matthew Stafford's shortcomings. Niners cannot allow no uh, cannot allow them to do that. Uh, Funny stat that that uh, someone put out, uh, Lindsey Theory put out from ESPN the other day. Stafford four pick sixes this season. Golf had four pick sixes in his five seasons mm-hmm. with, the, with the Rams, which mm-hmm. is interesting if, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, so uh yeah, so we'll be back later on this week yeah. to, to break this game down. Um don't don't want to get too far into it now. I mean, I am already I'm already kind of there. I don't I don't I, yeah. I might have used all my best material on you already. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, what's gonna what's gonna happen as we get further into the week? We're gonna see more about Jimmy and where we are at the quarterback position. And then we'll also find out more, because this is something that's developing right now, the entire secondary can't practice because they're all in COVID protocol. Yeah, that part so that's that's going to be important, um, and we'll see how that plays out. Reason being, you got some young players back there, and as an older player, you don't need that practice time as much because – you understand. So me as me as a young player, my my first, second, third year in the league, I wasn't I couldn't have missed the entire week like I did later. And I've already told you about I had a season where I just simply didn't practice after about the third or fourth week. See, I didn't practice the rest of the year. I just played on Sunday, took a shot and played on Sunday um, because early on, all I knew was what I was supposed to do as you get older. You know what you're doing, all your neighbors in the huddle. Then you flip over to the offense. By the time I got there, I, I, was, I wasn't playing against the players on the field. I was playing the puppet master up in the, up in the press box, the guy calling the plays. I know who you are and what you like to do, and the players are going to do according to what you like to do because you're going to call the game a certain way. Certain parts of the field, you like certain plays. I know that. So – once I get the defenses down and I know the offense, I know what you're going to do. I don't need that prep time. A young guy like um, Thomas, he needs that. He needs that time. 
Um, in some cases, Mosley coming back. He's still, that's a young player. They need that time on the field to see all the all the type things and work with the guys, even though he's coming back off the IR out there. All these guys got to work together. So that's something that we'll we'll get into later in the week as well. We'll know who's actually available because that's going to be a big story. We're talking about Matthew Stafford, but who's actually going to be playing? Yeah, that, no, that that's 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 a that's a big deal. The the Rams have had their issues with the protocols. Uh, the Texans have, who you know, Niners just saw. Uh, I mean, every every team, right? Every team has had their issues, and they, they've had to go out there and play some games shorthand. Of course, we all remember that Thursday night game. Um, yeah. You know, last year against the Packers, where you know everybody was you know blowing it up, saying that the Niners actually had a chance in that game. You know, and I have that. a feeling though. I actually have a feeling though. Everybody's going to be healthy for this one come Sunday. Just just a feeling. Just just a feeling. <laughs> I hope that my friend is correct. <laughs> uh, he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Make sure uh, you continue to hit, continue to involve yourself in the conversation. We're located on social media uh, on Twitter. I'm at R Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. Be sure to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Also subscribe on YouTube as well. And so we're gonna be back later this week to to break down this big week 18 affair. Can you believe it? week 18? This is the, the wow. first year of the 17-week the season. So we're playing a whole nother game. Um, so it'll be the Niners visiting the Rams at SoFi Stadium. Uh, a lot of implications on the line. Niners need the win to get into the dance. Uh, Rams need a win to have better positioning in the dance. And then there's also that whole fact about if the Niners win, then they may actually have to play the Rams again the following week. And this thing could get, there's a lot, there's a lot to discuss. So we will be able to break this all down for you coming up later in the week. So from a partner, Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all later this week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.